The month of October started off scary for the Minnesota Wilds, but they were able to turn the final road trip of the month into a treat. The trick is, how long are injured Wild players out of the lineup? We recap the month of October today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Wilds your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, you can find Lockdown Wilds wherever you listen to your podcasts for absolutely no charge. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, Alex Micheletti joins the show to recap the road trip, recap the month of October, take a look at the injury concerns for the Wilds going forward, and to look ahead at what's to come here this week. My name is Seth Topol, host of Locked on Wilds, your daily Minnesota Wild insider, and joined for the first time this season on a victory McLeddy Monday by Alex McLeddy. Alex, a little bit of a uh, little bit of a dicey start for the team, but uh, hard to hard to complain about a three one and one road trip uh, in which we saw the Wilds get back to the form that they have been known for here over the uh, the past several years. Yeah, it was a you know hard fought battle and uh, starting in Boston there, getting at least get, getting that point, um, which is huge. Boston's been one of the best teams in the NHL, so uh, no, <laughs> uh, just getting a point there was was phenomenal. And then you go go up to Canada and uh, you know start uh, start playing really really good hockey. I, I thought um, since since then uh, you know Montreal, Ottawa, and and then you know um, you know. Detroit was tough, but uh, you know, ended uh, with uh, with Chicago, which is great with the W. Um, let's let's talk about the game uh, yesterday as we're recording this after the win over Chicago. But um, it, it, a weird game because the Wilds, it was uh, revealed, were shorthanded to start as Marcus Foligno was out. I didn't know about the injury. I didn't and, see him get hurt. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see anything to suggest that that he was hurt. But you know, that's been kind of Felino's thing in the past, is just to try to grind through it. I have no idea where this took place. No, and uh, I'm glad they they held him out. You know, because you know it's a detrimental for him to be out there if he's not uh, the Marcus Felino that we know uh, that he is. And um, he's probably, like you said, he's probably done it more. Uh, than than he should have, and so it was it was the right decision to to sit him out and look who look who came in the lineup. I mean, uh, I thought um, Mason Shaw was phenomenal, and Tyson Jost actually looked great too. He had a yeah. couple of uh, great chances, uh, you know, a couple power moves right in front of the net, and you know, uh, Stalock was like the MVP tonight. Uh, he was phenomenal for Chicago. Um, you know, it could have been a lot like, that game probably shouldn't have even gone over time with the way the wild were getting chances, especially late. Um, yeah. So. And they were able to, you know, they were able to persevere through injury because they also lost Ryan Hartman and Hartman's mm-hmm. injury was a weird one in itself. 
Yes. Because he he fights, and I forget the last name of the defenseman. Yeah, a giant. He's like six seven. Six six, and so yeah, like six. the fight, Hartman tries to grab a hold, and he's just holding him out at arm's length. Mm-hmm. But then when he sent Hartman to the ice, fell awkwardly, and uh, immediately Hartman was he kind like of picked him up like a little toy. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was a weird moment. He came up favoring his wrists, and so. They said, they said upper body, so I'm I'm thinking his shoulder or it got dislocated or you know came popped out, which is which is too bad. Yeah, and it it turned the lines all on their head, but we saw something that Dean Evison likes to do um, when the opportunity presents itself is he really leaned on that fourth line, mm-hmm. and then we saw him lean on. The usual suspects down the stretch, Kaprizov, Matt Boldy, Matt Zuccarello, and by the time we got to overtime, those guys hardly had anything left in the tank. Oh, man. Uh, Joel Erickson was a warrior tonight. Um, he was offensively, he was phenomenal. Um, that pass he made to Boldy for the goal was, was fantastic. And um, defensively, too, he was just a, free, a rock star. Um, he was, you know, you know, stopping uh, passes, getting through, um, just hard, hard on the puck, um, battle, winning every battle. So was Matt Boldy. Matt Boldy was absolutely phenomenal. Um, you know, two goals, um, <laughs> responding right away to Blackhawk goals, which was, which was fun to see too. I wanted to ask you about Marco Rossi as well because uh, it just it seems like at this point in the season. I think once Rossi gets that first goal, I think we're going to see a just like when the Wilds were were chasing that first win of the season. Mm-hmm. You see an exhale after you get that first one out of the way. He had a couple of opportunities in this one. He had the one right in front of the net. Yeah. Granted, he didn't have a real good handle of the puck, but still kind of clutched a little too long, and then the shot just never had a chance, and so. You know, Dean is still throwing him out there. It's just just got to get that first goal, and I think everything will kind of fall into place because defensively he's starting to do some really good things, and he is continuing to win draws, which, you know, as a team it seems like this, this – needs it. Yeah. yeah, it seems like this wild team is doing a better job, not necessarily against Chicago, but overall doing a better job of, of winning draws, and he's part of that. Yeah, I mean Jonathan Taves is one of the best face-off guys of <laughs> of the last decade. He was phenomenal again tonight. So credit credit to him. But uh, yeah, um, you know you you see the first round pedigree of Marco Rossi. Um, you know he gets to the right spots on the ice. Uh, he's a super smart player. Um, you know this is the hardest league in the world to score in. <laughs> yeah, people people have to remember that. And you know he's. This this is his first experience in the National Hockey League. He's gonna get there. Um, you you're not not everybody's Connor McDavid. You're not all you're not gonna score a point per game right away. Um, so you know he's gonna get there. Um, and he's getting super close to getting that first one. I mean, you can you can tell. Um, that he is watching film. He's he knows where to go on the ice in the NHL now. Now it's. Just a matter of popping one in, um, and so I think it'll come here soon. Um, you know, it, it's also tough too when there's not a stable line really for him right now. Correct. Um, 
and now with uh, two more injuries, um, it's <laughs> everything is completely out of whack. Um, so the fact that they won tonight with Hartman going down right away there too, it's um, it's a credit to the coaching staff to keeping everything together because um, that game could have gone pear shaped and and it didn't. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Shout out to Dean and, and Darby and Bob and yeah the entire crew. Dean with win number one hundred. He wanted it against Chicago. Would have been nice to uh, would have been nice to do it at home, but you just want that milestone to be in your next game, and it it, it was it was a fun atmosphere. It was fun too. I talked with uh, Locked On Blackhawks host Jack Bushman about this. It was fun to just have a game between these two teams that wasn't lopsided in the mm-hmm. Wild's favor because the last handful of times they've played. It's been like five nothing every time, and this and tonight was one of those uh, rare games where um, both teams were on a back to back and they were both traveling um, from out east. Um, so uh, yeah, so that was that was kind of a unique situation because sometimes usually sometimes you'll have the the home team that they'll have they'll be on the second of a back to back, but they're also at home too. But this was where they were both traveling back um, uh, to Chicago for it and. Yeah, I mean, in that second period, you could see the fatigue was was starting to to take over a little bit. Uh, but I thought the end of the third period and in, in overtime were phenomenal yeah. hockey. Um, you saw there too at the end. Um, you know, Boldy was pushing to get that hat trick. He was close, and then Chicago, and then he makes the 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 poke check at the end of overtime to to, to save the game. There, that was phenomenal. And, you know, you saw Chicago. Uh, throwing Taves and Kane out there together to try to try to you know force the win. Um, so, yeah, it was it was great. Uh, and, and both goalies I thought played fantastic. Um, uh, you know, Flurry let in that tough first one, but uh, from there on he was he was phenomenal. And Stalock, like like we meant like we talked about earlier, um, it could have been a lot worse uh, than it was. So, yeah. uh, shout out to Alex Stalock. Um, we, I, I credited Bally Sports North in the uh, the postcast because they actually had they had the camera feed of like behind Flurry, mm-hmm. and it looked like he just kind of guessed wrong on which side to try to view that shot from. Maybe if he, he down, yeah, then, yeah, maybe if he takes it from the other angle, he can see it all the way through. But you know those those kinds of things happened. The main thing was that he stopped the two shots in the shot, uh, shootout. Um, against his former teammates to uh, to be able to get the win. And then final stick tap before we move on to uh, just recapping the month of October, Jonas Brodeen may, in fact, be back. Yeah, tonight was his best game of the season by far. Um, you know, he was, uh, you know, breaking up passes left and right. And uh, he made a really nice one on Anthony CU right, right out front there. That looked like it was for sure going to be a goal off that great pass by Patrick Kane. And so, um, yeah, he was he was in his bag tonight for sure. He was back to being uh, the Jonas Berdine that we know and love. So, um, yeah, great, great game by Jonas Berdine. He's the stalwart they need back there for that decor. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, um, and everybody feeds off his play. And so, yeah, it was great. Great to see. Yeah, needed because it wasn't a great night for the third line, but we're not going <laughs> to we're, we're not gonna get into that right now. We know now. who's on there. Yeah, yes. we've yeah. seen the tweets. We know yes. we're not getting we've into seen, it. We saw the highlight tonight, oh, yes. Uh, but anyway, it caps off a 3-1-1 road trip. 
And uh, this team now 4-4-1 on the season, feeling, I think, pretty good about where they're at, but got to wait and see on those injuries. Um, We will take a look at the month of October as a whole as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild after this. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. They are your number one source for betting, whether it be in the NFL, college football, the NBA, the NHL, the World Series, you name it, they've got it. You can find all the latest player developments, plus big matchups in every key moment, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every single game. And as always, BetOnline.net remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. So head over to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more. All can be found at BetOnline, where the game starts. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild once again. Thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For listen number two, make sure you check out Game to Game for the NHL. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked on Game to Game covers every game from across the NHL with local analysis that only Locked on can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked on NHL, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Let's look at the month of October as a whole, and I think it's easy to just split it into two parts. The start of the, se- of the season, which was not great, and the rebound, which has been much better. After the 0-3 start, the Wild obviously now 4-1-1. and I don't know if we want to call the first bit of the season an anomaly, Maybe a wake-up call is the better way to put it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, it, the season is still so young for this team. Yeah. And we, we've seen it's been a roller coaster. Um, and now we're starting to see some injuries too, which, um, you know, is going to happen in the NHL. Um, you know, it, and so um, we've seen this team fight some adversity um, and, and, especially their goaltending. Um, uh, it wasn't good enough to, you know, the first, you know, week and a half. And, uh, you know, Flurry, um, you know, he's 4-0-1 oh, oh, in his uh, last five starts. Um, so, you know, he's on a heater right now. And, um, you know, you keep, keep riding him. Um, and um, they're going to need him. Uh, yeah. Because uh, the backup situation uh, – I don't know if you can fully trust Philip Gustafson to, you know, uh, to make it a, like a 50, 50, um, split, you know, that's just, uh, right now. I don't, I don't think that's, that's possible. So, um, you gonna need, uh, flurry to be on his a game and to stay healthy. Um, you know, that's asking a lot for him at, at his age. Um, but you know, he's, he's, he's looking great right now. And so, um, you, you ride him. Uh, you need his leadership. Uh, I thought it was phenomenal in the shootout when he <laughs> waved his glove at uh, at Jonathan Taves. He's barking at both him and Kane and former teammates. Uh, and uh, yeah, it was, it was it was fun to see. He uh, 
he plays the game, he plays the game like a little kid still. Um, he's an entertainer of the game. And uh, I think fans really appreciate that. They get on him for letting in some, some crazy goals, um, you know, that probably remind them of, you know, Devin Dubnik type of goals <laughs> given up. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it is what it is. And um, you know, you just got to, keep battling through um you look at a guy like mason mason shaw who's uh overcome tearing acls to to get to make it to the nhl and he you know pots his first uh first nhl goal and it was what a moment uh it was it was fun to see you know he uh he thanked his line mates uh sam Steele and, and connor dewar uh, that helped get that get that uh, play set up for him and you know it was it was an easy goal for him but uh what a pass by sam Steele! so um, yeah, that fourth line is is really been key uh, for the Wild, creating energy and and getting some scoring chances. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's huge. It's it's nice to be back to being a four line team. Uh, MVP of the month of October. There are a couple of worthy candidates. Matt Zuccarello leading the team in points, five goals, seven assists. Kirill leading the team in goals. He's got 11 points in nine games. Matt Boldy has five goals, eight points in nine games. Kalen Addison, seven assists in nine games. If you had to pick somebody as the MVP of the first month of the season, the Locked on Wild Player of the Month, which way are you going? In my opinion, I'm going Matt Boldy. Um, I think he is so important uh, for this wild season. Um, you know, with the loss of Kevin Fiala, um, they need a second line, uh, that second scoring line. And, and Matt Boldy, uh, I mean, you, you saw him tonight, the confidence that he has with the puck um, and the winning of the, of the, of the puck battles. He, he's absolutely phenomenal. Um, he's going to be a superstar in this league. Uh, you, you, you can just tell. Um, and, uh, you know, when – when Kaprizov and Zuccarello, if they have off nights, you're going to need a, a second scoring line uh, and a guy like Matt Boldy to step up. And he's doing it right now. Um, he's got five goals um, and he had two tonight. Um, I only see it, you know, continuing to, to get higher and higher and higher. Um, you know, I could see him scoring 30, 35. Um, and that would just be gigantic um, for this team. Uh, a second a second guy that that I was close to picking would be Kale Madison. Um, where would they be without him with this with this power play? Um, they have one of the best power plays in in the league now, um, and he he's quarterbacking the PP one at 22 years old. It's it's just it's it's fun to see. They're moving the the puck a lot faster than they did, especially in that playoff series against St. Louis. So. Um, it, it's only he's only going to continue to get better, um, which is a scary, scary thing to think of. Um, and he was out there in the overtime. Um, someone sent me the clip. I, I saw him go down in the corner. Jonathan Taves actually speared Kalen Addison. Yep. Um, I, I, I don't know how um, that was not a penalty. Um, uh, you know, with Jonathan Taves with his stature uh, in the league, I don't see a suspension, but uh, we've been seeing a lot more fines get tossed out. So we'll see mm-hmm. what uh, George Paris and his uh, cronies uh, <laughs> in, in player safety um, have to say about that one for sure. Uh, this is hilarious because I'm also going to pick Matt Boldy 
for the exact same reasons that you mentioned. And I'll add to that, that where things kind of started off slowly for Fiala last year, Matt Boldy's doing it regardless of who is on line with him. It's been Marco Rossi at points. It's been Tyson Jost. It's been Marcus Foligno. There have been a lot of different guys that have been on that line with Boldy. The one constant has been that he just continues to he just continues to get it done, and that's huge for this team because you knew that Caprizov and Zuccarello were going to be able to do it again. We hoped that Boldy would take the next step, and he has, but that second option was wide open for this team this year, and he has taken that position, and he's run with it. Yeah, the, the most amazing thing, it's just like Kirill and Zuccarello, they don't really need the center to help drive play they do it themselves as wingers and that's what Matt Boldy does he just takes over um you know he shoves guys out of the way to get the puck and you know he's setting up guys and uh it was fun to see him with that uh for a little bit with the lines all over the place and uh how he got his second goal um he's he's such a fun player to watch on both sides of the puck too he's he's getting a lot better defensively too um like I said he's he saved the game there in overtime uh you know, when Chicago was trying to, to win it there late um, with the poke check. Um, and yeah, uh, he's, he's only going to get better too. Um, this guy only played, you know, played a couple of years of college hockey and uh, now he's in the NHL. Um, so it's, it, it's fun, fun, fun to see for sure. And I think um, just to round it out, if we were to go with a game of the month, I think I'm going to go with the win over the Senators because they dominated puck possession in that game just throttled an Ottawa team that is no slouch and so that'd be my vote for you know most complete game of the of the month you could go with the Vancouver game just because it was the first win of the season but I think I'm going with that Ottawa win yeah that Ottawa win was big time I mean they have a proven goal scorer in Alex to brink at that uh is tough to shut down you know he did score but uh um, you know, they, they've added a lot of firepower to that team. And that was, that was huge to get that, that win. I, I thought for sure. Um, they had the battle in that game too. Um, you know, Freddie Goudreau was amazing on a, uh, on a five on three that they had to kill. Um, you know, and Freddie, um, you know, being, I think, I think the road trip, you know, a lot of it being in Canada, uh, um, it gave him good vibes. Uh, he was in front of family too. Uh, Matt Boldy was in front of family. Duhame had his one of his best games of the year in front of his mom and uh, and, and all of her uh, um, family. Um, so maybe the, maybe these maybe these teams just need to have a lot, have family day like family days <laughs> on the road. Uh, they seem to be playing a lot better when <laughs> when they have family out to the games. So yeah, I don't um, I don't know how many tickets they can uh, can come up with, yeah. but just. Dean can make some uh, – Bill can make some phone calls. Billy G can yeah. make a few calls if he needs to. Hey, they have contacts in the consulates uh, overseas and in Washington. So, yeah, they, they, they got their connections. <laughs> <laughs> well, all in all, like we said, it was a spooky start to the month of October. I'm throwing out these mm-hmm. Halloween puns because – it is Halloween. Gotta get them out. Yeah. yeah, it's still still October. So. Still, uh, still spooky season. So – it's a spooky start, but uh, the Wild turned it into, I think, considering how it started, a treat at 4-4-1. Uh, and one. And so we look forward to what November has in store, which features two games 
against some interesting opponents. And so to finish today's episode, we will take a look at the two opponents on the schedule for the Wild. We'll do that after this here on Locked on Wild. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure that for your second listen, you check out the Locked on NHL podcast to get the full recap of everything going on throughout the NHL. Seth Topol and Alex Micheletti hanging out on a victory Micheletti Monday. First time we've been able to say that all season, but it feels good to uh, get one of those here today. Two games on the schedule, which is a victory in and of itself because the Wild aren't going to have to. uh, This is crazy, too. At the end of this week, the Wild play on Thursday, and they have Friday, they have Saturday, they have Sunday, and I believe they have Monday off as well. Um, So a legitimate, like, full weekend off to rest up before heading out on the road uh, for three games against some Pacific Division teams. But we're talking about the game, two games this week. Montreal on Tuesday night, so a rematch against the Canadians. And then we get to see <laughs> the upstart Seattle Kraken on Thursday. So let's start off with the Montreal game. The Wilds beat Montreal 3-1 to earlier this season. It's a Tricky Montreal team, and if the Wild aren't on their game, we're going to say this a lot because we've seen this a lot so far this year with any number of teams, not pointing fingers, but the Toronto Maple Leafs in particular. If you don't bring your A game, you're going to get beat. It's just plain and simple. Yeah, I mean, the Ducks were on a seven-game losing streak, and they just beat (laughs) Toronto in overtime. Uh, you know, Trevor Zegers saved the day for the Ducks. They they needed that one in the worst way. Uh, but yeah, Montreal um, is a tricky team. Uh, they went out and beat St. Louis the other night. St. Louis is another team that's um, struggling, right? At they're playing 500 hockey. Uh, but uh, Christian Dvorak had a hat trick. Caulfield had a couple of goals. You know, another three point night for him. He's just turned into a complete rock star. Um, so they're tricky offensively. Um, you, you know, uh, Jake Allen, you, you know, it's a, it's a hit or miss. Uh, um, when he's on, he's on. We've seen him be a, a wild, uh, you know, just destroyer in the playoffs uh, back when he was with the Blues. Um, and now he's the number one with Carey Price. Uh, unfortunately, probably uh, we hopefully it's not career ending, but it doesn't look like he's coming back anytime soon. So he's the man for the foreseeable uh, future, which is which is too bad, but good for Jake Allen to continue his career. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be tricky. Um, and then Seattle, oh, man, Maddie Beneers. How, how much fun is that kid to watch? Um, and they're turning – they've uh, created that line of him, uh, uh, Jane Schwartz and Jordan Eberle, who've been established veterans um, in the league for, for a while. Um, so, yeah, um, I don't know if Martin Jones is the, is the answer. Uh, that's who they're kind of riding right now, but uh, – yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting to see. I think uh, they've gotten a um, uh, you know a little bit better, and we'll see. It's uh, it's an interesting team for sure. Um, the the interesting thing with the Kraken, and uh, I will be digging into this a little bit more just to kind of get some some intel from a Kraken source, um, our locked on Kraken host. What's going on with Shane Wright? He is. Hardly playing. He's still with the team, it seems. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I, um, it's like they don't want to send him back to junior, um, but they are scratching him, playing him. It's a it's a really weird situation. I don't know what you know what Dave Haxtell, <laughs> what is you know what his plans are for him. It, it's too bad because he's he's such a talented player. Um, the thing was the uh, when they were uh, evaluating him for the draft. I mean he he didn't go number one overall, um, you know, and he was always picked to be number one. Mm-hmm. So then he ends up in Seattle. Um, they said that, you know, sometimes he overthinks things. Um, so, um, you know, it could be just like, you know, Marco Rossi, um, you know, once, once he gets the first one, you know, it'll give him confidence and, uh, um, he just needs to play too. Um, you know, it does nothing for him to play four or five minutes a game. Seriously. Correct. You know? you're better off being in the minors or back playing in junior. Um, so I don't know. I hope he gets more time because uh, once he does, I mean, they're set for the next decade plus with him and veneers <laughs> one, two at center. That's, that's as good as it gets for sure. Yeah. They're, they're going to be a fun team uh, once they get it all put together, but mm-hmm. that part of the equation is still kind of a work in progress. So yes. a light schedule for the wilds, which, they need it. <laughs> we'll take it after yeah. uh, after getting a little beat up to uh, finish off the road trip. Uh, Alex, I wanted to ask, since uh, it became official over the weekend, Devin Dubnik officially retiring. Huge part of this franchise. And mm-hmm. a, a, if you look at the trades that worked amongst like Minnesota sports, if you go with... The Twins, you'd put maybe Shannon Stewart on that list for uh, for fueling that playoff push. Devin Dubnik has done that, uh, did that for the Wild when he was acquired, just became the, the goalie force that the team needed, had some incredible seasons. And so to finish up today's episode, let's give uh, a stick tap to Devin Dubnik for uh, a great career. A fun guy to uh, to follow, and now getting into the broadcasting realm. So uh, he is going to be, you know, sticking around the NHL circles plenty here uh, as that takes off as well. Yeah, um, you know, Devin. Uh, you know, it took him a while to to you know make it um, into the NHL, um, and then you know to have that twelve year career phenomenal. Um, you know, he saved this wild franchise when they when they really needed a goalie, and uh, you know. Um, who would have ever thought from, you know, playing in Arizona there um, and then you know, coming in and then he just took off uh, and uh, you know, he was you know, giant in that. Um, yeah, um, he had his own style, um, great personality. Um, like you said, getting into broadcasting, I think he's just going to be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always a good quote for, for Russo and for everybody covering the team. And so, yeah, I'm gonna love uh, love seeing him. I think he's gonna be doing some NHL Network stuff, and so we'll see where that uh, where that takes him. Uh, maybe at some point doing you know doing some stuff with the Wild. That that would be fun. Just kind of like how how Ryan Carter has worked his way into the booth. Um, and so yeah, we'll see. Or I'd love to see him working with for some team. It uh, it'd be fun fun to watch for sure. Goalies are always personalities. Yes. I mean, you, you look at what we've got with Mark Andre Fleury right now, and yes. it's fun when those guys kind of get a chance to show that off. I mean, you look at Henrik Lundqvist, who does plenty for the NHL Network and is just like a rock star personality himself. 
the looks help too. <laughs> that yeah, that certainly doesn't hurt, and um, it's just it's fun, and it's mm-hmm. fun to see these guys who had a ton of success get a chance oh, to no kind of give it back. And, yeah. So yeah, best of luck to uh, Devin Dubnik in his player retirement, but um, best of luck in the broadcasting realm as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, um, like, like we said, um, you know, this, this wild team, where would they have been without Devin Dubnik to probably missing playoffs and uh, um, you know, the fans do not like missing the playoffs. So uh, Devin was, uh, you know, one of the best wild goalies of all time. And so, um, you know, stick taps, like you said, to, to Devin on a, on a good, when you make it uh, a decade uh, in, in the NHL, it shows that uh, you were a good player for sure. Absolutely. That's going to do it for today's episode. Alex, thank you for the time as always to uh, help us recap a busy week for the wilds, less busy week coming up, but uh, we'll take it and a uh, yes. chance to just kind of let everybody recoup and uh, hopefully pick up a couple of wins along the way. Now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day as well. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Just like our show, make sure you follow Locked On Wild wherever you listen. Subscribe on YouTube. Turn the notifications on so you don't miss out on any new videos as we guide you through the Minnesota Wild season. And we're doing so with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Sports Podcast Network.